Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Podcast. The Let's Talk Podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network where you find the best in Christian podcasts the world over. You can also find the Let's Talk Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. We are glad that you could join us uh, for the ninth episode. We are so grateful uh, for the overwhelming support. You know, you have journeyed with us through all this and we are so happy and so glad. My name is Stanley Kabuka and in the studio I am with Mark Arodi. Mark Arodi, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you, Stanley Kabuka? I'm doing well. Uh-huh. The Lord is good. Amen. Amen and amen. You know, how, how, how has your week been? It's been a unique one. Uh-huh. At some point, I felt overwhelmed uh, with a lot of things to do in terms of class. And you know, tomorrow is a GM. So uh, we had to do a lot in terms of preparing for the same. But we thank God for we can do all these things mm. through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. How has it been for you, bro? Um, oh man, it has been okay, it has not gone the way I wanted it to go. Um mm. yeah, so I think that is all I can say. Yeah. Paul is on a part. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Okay, thank God for that. Yes, Mark. And so today, uh listeners, um, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the importance of our words. You know the si- significance that the words that we we, we speak hold. Um, you no, know, not just to others, but ultimately to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, Makarodi, um, do you think mm. that words matter? Wow, what a question, Stan. Do I think that words matter? Mm-hmm. As a person, words matter not. Mm. Words matter. They do matter. Whatever, whatever, whatever we say, whatever we type, mm-hmm. whatever we no, write down, mm-hmm. they matter a lot. What do you think? Well, I think so. I absolutely agree with you that actually our, our words really matter. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. They really have the power. They yeah. really have, um, have the power. So, Makarudi, have you, um, have you uh, said something to someone and then looking back, you're like, uh, probably mm. should have not have said that, you know. And perhaps you went back and apologized, say, hey, I'm sorry, I should not have said that. Have, yeah. Has that happened? Or you, your wife are full of grace and seasons? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I think on two sides, on two sides, there are words that I've said, which, you know, I said and, you know, later came to think of it and you're like, was I even listening to myself? I mean, I mean, how did I say that? Okay, see, these are words that you say, and I realize later mm-hmm. they hurt people. They hurt people. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, there are words that you can say out of excitement, okay, and perhaps end up giving false promises. Mm-hmm. Right? You see, out of excitement, you say, you see what? Oh, maybe someone has done well, and you're like, oh wow, that was so good. And uh, I found myself in such a situation. Oh, you know what? Expect a gift from me. What do you love? Love this book? Okay, I'll do that book for you. But as time goes by, I find it quite hard to do that. Maybe financially, not being able to do that. And then, so on two occasions, number one, I've given false promises. Mm. All right, I've said something, but I didn't fulfill that. Okay, which is an issue of integrity. On the other side, I have said words which hurt people. And you've talked about, you know, going back and and, and, and you know, apologizing. Mm-hmm. Yes, the situations that I found the opportunity to apologize, mm-hmm. but there are times that I did get the opportunity to go back and say sorry for what I said. 
And you know, sometimes you might say words that you don't necessarily, you know, it didn't necessarily mean okay, that you know you should hurt people. But you didn't necessarily mean that they should hurt people. But in the process of saying that, you know, they were hurt, someone got hurt, okay? And uh, sometimes you don't get away of it. I mean, you don't realize that. So you, if you thought that it was a normal conversation, you said words, they get hurt. They don't tell you that they get hurt. Life moves on and man and that's that's the danger sometimes when you're not aware that you've had them. Yet they leave with some pain and they're like, so it's hurt me and yeah, what about you, bro? I mean, have you found yourself in such a situation? But you say something and you're like, how did I say that? Yes, I have. I think one particularly that I can I can remember is sometime in 2019 I had gone for a certain um certain camp, Christian yeah. camp yeah. in Limuru. Yeah. And then um we, we were supposed to do some some I don't know, was it I think it was a skit. Mm-hmm. And I was not really comfortable doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um there was this lady in our group who insisted that I was supposed to do it. And I, I was so like um, okay I did not I did not take it well mm. so I I just poured whatever I, I felt you know and I said some some things mm-hmm. then I just went away thought about it really thought about it you know prayed about it and then went back and said hey I'm sorry I should not have said that I think that is one uh, instance that I could remember where my words have really, um, you know, um, got me into into a difficult into a difficult place, Makarovi. So, yeah. And have you found yourself in a situation whereby uh, you received words, words that hurt you? Someone talked to you so badly, or it couldn't have been so badly per se, but the, those words kind of, you know, you felt hurt. And uh, for some time, you you lack some peace because you're like so and so. What did so and so, you know, told me this? Why have you been in such a place, bro? Yes. Um, yeah, I think. Um, no, I am okay. I'm. I will not. I'm not. I'm not sensitive. Um, not okay. But I really, you know, I I really take hold of what people say. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really take hold of what people say. Especially if they are your significant um, people, you know, uh, perhaps your parents, your friends, you know, mm. you know, if maybe a stranger out there, yeah, you, you're like, you know what, you know, you don't really take it away. You you just you don't really um, it doesn't really get to you. You get yeah, it. But yeah. if it's some someone very close to you, yeah, then there is something else. Mm-hmm. So I think I've gone through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, those sentiments really uh, deep, deep, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when it's your, like, guys who are very close to you, you know. Mm-hmm. Your parents said something, perhaps your teacher growing up said, you know, you will not amount to anything. Mm-hmm. So those parts are very, very, um, they're very, very crucial. Yes. Wow. So, dear listen, I think words matter a lot. Personally, I think I'm, I'm quite sensitive. I think so, and to me, words matter a lot. Now, I'm sensitive in such that uh, when you tell me something good, that encourages me so much. Like, 
if there's one thing that can keep me going is that affirmation that you know what Mark is gonna make it but you know what it's, it's it's bad but you know what it's gonna get better okay you know what Mark such words encourage me so much and on the other side words like you're good for nothing wow. that can bring me so much down like uh but thank god i mean i'm learning not to you know the moment uh easily you also easily get hurt by these words and uh, go so down it's just an indication of how much you know it's an issue of identity in a way because uh, i think we need to get to a point where by what people say shouldn't matter what people say what, what people say shouldn't matter but what is god saying yeah i i totally agree with you yeah. um as you're sharing like something just came to mind I remember something we were sharing uh, with you yeah. that I gone to this office to yeah. seek some services, and yeah. there was this this way that this lady just um, replied and reacted her body language, and I was like, yeah, yeah. "What is wrong with you?" Yeah, and guys, it disturbed you after you left the office a couple of hours, you know, after, but you're still thinking about it. Yeah, I'm still are... thinking about it. I'm like, "What is wrong with you? What is wrong with this one?" Mm-hmm. Regret. So you like it just ruins your whole morning. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And do you think uh, we have the power? Like, are we in control? Especially when you get such words, are we in control in a position to say no and not allow this affect me? I think so. I think we are in such a position because Mark Arudi, as long as you are in this world, people talk. And then just brace yourself from for some people who are just rude. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you know, mm-hmm. just awful people. The way they talk, you'll meet people who are just nice, so nice. Mm-hmm. I I met um not nice. Um I like there is this lady who served me in the bank. Yeah, and she was just great. I mean, she yeah. was just so warm. You know, someone calls you by name. You yeah, know, it feels great, right? Wow, wow, it feels so great, so great when someone calls you by name. I think for me, uh, it's a discipline that always matters. You know, to refer people with their names. The moment you refer people to the names, it shows how socially, you know, improved, for lack of a better word, you are. I mean, it's a social skill, by the way. Engaging someone in conversation. You know, I remember yourself you're walking and you're saying hi to someone. But you've forgotten the name. Yeah, the Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, bro? Yes, bro, and I try. And it gets embarrassing when they identify you with your name. Yeah, sure. And you can't, you know, reciprocate. Yeah, Mark, that is just something else. Um, perhaps we could talk about silence, you know. Um, but before that, mm-hmm. what is the scripture saying about our words? Wow. Um, Can I get something maybe from the book of Colossians chapter 4, verse 6? Colossians chapter 4. But even as you get there, mm-hmm. I have something from the book of Proverbs. Sure. Chapter 18, verse 21. What does it say? 21 is equal, is a number that is equivalent to 3. 21 days. Is it equivalent to three weeks? Do you know that? Remember in primary, one week has how many days? Uh, seven days. Therefore, in one days we form how many weeks? Three weeks. Because <laughs> those things matter a lot. Anyway, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. This is what the word of God says. I'm reading from NIV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are like not how deep it today, but how you should head one. Mm-hmm. If you get deep it, you'll be grateful. But if not, it's still okay. This is what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 that the tank has the power to life of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So the tongue has the power of life and death. In other words, every time we speak, we either, uh, we, we, we either our words lead to life or to death. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to note that that every time you have an opportunity to speak, it's either you're giving life 
mm-hmm. death. Yeah, sure. Um, I've just found uh, Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. Yes, please. <laughs> and it says, Yeah. Let your speech be always with grace. Yeah. Seasoned with salt. Yeah. That he may know how you ought to answer every man. Let your, your speech be always with grace. Yeah. Seasoned with salt. Yeah. That you may know how you ought to answer every man. Filled with grace. Yes. Seasoned with salt. And it will help you in one thing. Mm. Answering? That you may know how you ought to answer every man. Wow. Yes. So, you know, for you to be to be in a position of knowing how to answer people, you must you must have a speech that is seasoned with grace. Yeah. Yeah. In Ephesians 4.29, almost the same message uh, concerning our speech. It says that uh, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Mm. That it may benefit those who listen. So in other words, whenever you're talking, is your speech filled with salt? Is it seasoned with grace? Is it helping those who are listening? Before you speak, are you in a position to answer well those that are listening to you? In other words, this is what you're saying. Before you speak, you must think. Yeah, and sometimes, Mark Arudi, you don't have to speak. <laughs> sometimes you don't have to speak, and there is the place of silence. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just you just finger your big mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Shut your mouth. Shut your big. Yeah, you know, you don't have to all the time. Yeah. So I think that you said, uh, before you said you say something, yeah. think about it. Sometimes you think about, you know what? I really don't have to changia on this debate. Yeah, but you, bro, maybe what about people like me? I find myself, I think for me, it's, it's, a, it's a problem in a way of working on it. I think I find myself talking so much, quite talkative and the personality as well. Yeah, I think guys like me really need to. Well, I think um, to work on that. I think I think you can learn to um, you can learn to restrain yourself. In yes, your, it's you a discipline. Yeah, you, you don't have to. And James Warner continued to say that it's not to speak. And quick to listen, uh-huh. quick to listen. And Alex Ferguson, uh, the former Manchester United coach, Sir Alex Ferguson, bro, mm-hmm. said that uh, the reason as to why God has given you two eyes and two ears is that you can watch as twice as much as you speak. Good. Yeah. So there is the place of silence. There is the place of silence in uh you know in, in, our, in our daily life it's not a must that we always talk sometimes it's good to, to just keep quiet but bro even as we look at the discussion now i think in this age of social media we talk we talk so much yeah man especially twitter man uh um, <laughs> twitter really you have to say that <laughs> no um, i mean okay i can't stand it i okay. personally can't stand it i can't stand social media i can't stand twitter just, okay Get out of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, Mark Arudi, the things that we write on our maybe WhatsApp uh, mm-hmm. statuses, mm-hmm. they they really um, they they speak volumes mm-hmm. of actually what is in our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. especially for a Christian. I mean, what are you? What are you? What are you writing out there? What mm-hmm. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. You know. Is, is it something that edifies? Is it something that builds up? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think we have to be cognizant of what we share with others on our social media platforms. Definitely, bro. And, uh, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, 
it speaks volumes of what's now had. In other words, in other words, uh, uh, if you wanna understand the state of your heart, you know, we'll just have we're gonna have, we're gonna wait and listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Another, for you, for us to know the condition of your heart, just uh, you know, uh, uh, just stay somewhere and wait for you to speak. Because every time you speak, you reveal what's in your heart. This is what Luke six forty five says that Luke six forty five. I'm here. Okay, the good man brings good things out of the goods stored up in his heart, okay? And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So every time, every moment we speak, every moment we share on Facebook, every moment we, we share on WhatsApp status, every moment we tweet, every moment we post an Instagram post, what happens is that we reveal something that is in our heart. And the moment you know, we post something good, then the truth is our heart is good. Okay, but the moment you post something, you are Christian and you're posting something, then you're just saying, I'm just posting it, it is bad. The truth is that your heart, that is what is in your heart. Yeah, sure. Um, I think we should be a wake up call for us who, who call ourselves by the name of the Lord mm. to actually depart from all evil. Yeah, and and, and, and this is also in regards to, to our words, the yeah. words that we speak, yeah, you know, the, the kinds of tweets that we put out, yeah, um, are they edifying? Yeah, do they speak of the, the, the um. The regeneration by the Holy Spirit. You yeah. Know? Does it speak speak of the fact that Christ is sanctifying us? Mm-hmm. Is there any fruit of repentance? Yeah. This this person has turned away. Yeah. And one and, and has come to the light. Yeah. So we have to actually see a difference. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And you know, talking about you know, look at the occasions which we speak mostly. We especially speak to to either give thanks. We speak to to complain. We speak to we speak to to criticize or we speak to you know i mean but i think we have to be careful one thing that happens is that every time you speak number one the condition of your heart gets revealed number two you either give life or cause death so i think that should be an awakening constant as you put it for us christians that words matter a lot and words can cause a lot of harm it's through words that you have big holocaust taking place it's through words that we've had massacres taking place yes, but sure. it's through same words that we've had good relationships you know like a good relationship can only work a good relationship only work when you have good communication communication gives the tone of a relationship it gives a rhythm it makes it work in a certain way picks up and connect to the next point in a certain unique way so every time we speak with a give life and I think that should be an awakening call, okay? It therefore calls us to, to a place of checking what gets into our hearts. Because it's out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. What gets into your heart? What do you watch as a movie? What do you listen? What do you read? What Who do you listen to? Remember, not everyone, not everyone should speak into your life. Yeah, sure. I think even more than that is renewing our minds. Yeah, but we have to renew our minds. Constantly renew our minds. Yeah, sure. I think that is very important, renewing our minds. Yeah, sure. When our minds are renewed, mm. so what comes from forth from our mouths, yeah. it comes from that well that is just um, full, that yeah. is just full of, 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 of what is of God yeah. you know, and what is not of the flesh, what is not of this world. Mm. You get. Yeah. So it's very important for us to renew our minds. And most of, and you see, before that, not conform to the, the patterns of the world, but be transformed. By the renewing of our mind. So, so Mark, yeah. there, there has to be a difference between how 
um, a person who is called to Christ by himself, by Christ, ought to speak. There is a way he ought to speak. He or she ought to speak. There has to be a difference. I couldn't agree more. There has to be a difference. And as we've said, whenever you speak, what do you see the condition of your heart? Yeah, sure. Um, just just to share another um, another instance is um, I, I I got into this matatu. Yeah. And then the driver kind of um, did not. Um, he just um, he drove off and he hit the pavement. And there was this lady sitting at the back, and she was like, "No, I cannot um, continue um, with this vehicle." Mm-hmm. And she wanted to to um, to get off it. Yeah. And then she, um, the the conductor tried to convince her, and she was like, "No, I'm not." She was not having any of it. She was she was literally like, um, "I can't do this." Mm-hmm. And then she, when she like got out of the vehicle, yeah, the conductor said some words. Mm. You're like, "What?" You know those words. Yeah. The, the, those words that you hear come from a person's mouth, and you're like, mm. "What? What? What?" What just happened here? Yeah, and you see, bro, I, you're not even you're not you're not an exception. Yeah, sure. If we don't constantly renew our minds, if we don't constantly check what fills our hearts, we could be part of that group. Mm. I mean, it's a slow fade, so we have to be careful. Be careful, little lips, what you say. So you got to check what what are you feeling from? I mean, what what kind of movies? If you are a movie lover, if, if it's a dirty movie, bro. Sister, soon enough, it will affect your speech. And you see what Zoration is saying? That if it's not suitable for a six-year-old kid, then it's not suitable for you as well. PG-6, PG Christian. You know, your Christian is some places are absolutely a no-go zone for you. And you have to set the discipline. You have to be intentional. Not everything is meant for you. Remember, that determines destiny. Check what you are eating. Not every food is meant for you. Some food has to be, you know, discarded. Please check what you are eating as you pass around. Okay, so for me, I think Stan, one of the ways of which we can ensure that our speech is seasoned with salt, seasoned with grace, is by sinking in God's word. Mm-hmm. Soaking in God's word. You know, reading Romans chapter 12, not to be confirmed with the pattern of this one. Reading Philippians chapter 2, reading Psalms 23, just being there and constantly, consistently having a quiet time with God, which Ernest would say, and that is Ernest from Boy, he would say that uh, the most important activity by far for any Christian is quiet time with God. Yeah, indeed, you know, um, that I think that is quite um, um, elaborately put. Yeah. And Mark Arodi, um, even as we come to the finish, yeah. we shall give an account of, of these words that we have spoken. We shall give an account of these words that we have spoken. Perhaps you could read for us um, Mark, is it Matthew? Is it Matthew? 12.36. Matthew 12.36, Jesus is speaking. Greatest teacher of all times, the greatest speaker of all times. That. But I say unto you that every idle word, every idle word that man shall speak, shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Every careless word, not every careless sentence, not every careless 
I mean, every careless word. Bro, what do you make of that? I think it's 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 a very sobering um a very sobering um, um scripture mm. very sobering statement by yeah. Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm. Um yeah, this this brings to sharper focus the mm. importance of of our words, mm. what we say, how we say it, mm. and live like he did. You know, how do we use these words? We mm. use them to edify we use them to build other others up we use them mm-hmm. um in a way that honors god in a way that respects that mm-hmm. that other person oh. so that is very crucial that is very important and mark as we um, come to 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 a close um what would be your parting shot the parting shot is that we pray that god will guide our mouths mm-hmm. and may use our tongue to fill other people with hope with love, with joy and encouragement, and not using our tongues to spread lies, to spread gossips, to spread rumors, mm-hmm. and talk badly about other people. Maybe next time we we'll talk about gossip, not in this episode. But guys, we've got to be careful in terms of our speech. Let's check what is our hearts. And you know what? God created us in His image. God is a speaking God. Therefore, He spoke and He spoke life. He created things. Therefore, we should reflect God even in terms of speech. Yeah, sure, we should indeed reflect God even in our speech. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mark, we can pray. Yes, sure, bro. Okay, let us pray. Lord, we are grateful for our today. Thank you for this opportunity even to share uh, today in today's episode. Yeah. Lord, our prayer is that um, you would help us that um, the words of our mouth mm. and the meditation of our hearts would be acceptable before you, our Lord and our Redeemer. Mm. Would you help us, Lord, to speak that which uh, honors you, that which honors those that you have brought even into our lives and into our hearts. Lord, the glory and honor of your name. Mm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we go, Stan, I have this question for you. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Now, if you are left somewhere in a deserted place, mm. There's nothing, and you're told to choose two books, one in Old Testament, one in New Testament. Which ones would you choose and why? In the Old Testament, I think I would go for the Psalms. Okay, why? I think um, it has a lot of just a normal person pouring his heart before God. Wow. I would say that. Same to me, Old Testament, I'd go to Psalms because the experiences relate with me. I mean, a man after God's own heart, what he does, and now again, you know, six for god's help in restoration of his heart and the job salvation what about in the new testament wow that is a tough one i think i would say oh man i think i would go for the gospel of john i think there's a reminder of of eternity a reminder of god's goodness you know a reminder of of, of salvation mm-hmm. yeah for me in the new testament i'll go for jude because of first and four now to him yeah, he's know. able to keep us from falling and to present us before his glorious presence with Outfold and with great joy. Yeah. So for me, I think I'll go for joy. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk Podcast. You can find our episodes on Edify Podcast Network or also in your favorite podcast app. That was Stanley Kabuka and Macaroni. Till next time. Bye.